0: God bless everybody out there, all our brothers and sisters all over the world. Um, this is Roberto Covetier here with my brother in the faith, Emmanuel Gary, and we are Apologetics 300. This time around, we have switched it around. Now we're going back into instinct. We wanted to, to go back into the TDJ books. It, it came out a while ago, but um, we wanted to refute that book as it has a lot of things that we pretty much disagree with and um, know that it's contrary to scripture. We wanted to, you know, to help our brothers and sisters to navigate through this and be able to to understand what scripture is saying about the purpose of man and uh, what what are we supposed to be led by and to talk about a little bit about the Imago Day and all that other good stuff, you know, so that you can be well prepared and, and prepped. But when you have to encounter these different ideologies that are out there, even in the body of Christ. Um, so just how's it going? How's it going, my brother?
1: Hey, bro, everything is good, man. You know, blessed, life, health, and strength, good brother. Thankful, hey. man. just glad to be here with you, brother. You know, lay it down one more time.
0: Amen. Amen. I know it's been a it's been a while. Cause we've been, you know, on this uh what is biblical justice. So we've we've been yeah. off of the 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 instinct for a while but you know we decided to do this today and and go back to it and it doesn't mean we're not gonna go back to what is biblical justice as a matter of fact we're gonna do another episode you know saying um which will be part six you know saying of that so we're we're gonna continue to labor in this and and pretty much help our brothers and sisters navigate through this world amen through the lens of biblical uh, biblical understanding amen but I wanted to define Instinct. One more time, you know. I know we defined it before, but wanted to go through some of the the, the definitions that that I uh, searched online. Um, instinct is an innate, typically fixed pattern of behavior in animals in response to certain stimuli. Human instinct: a natural or inherent aptitude, impulse, or capacity had an instinct for the right word. And another uh, definition is a largely inheritable and unalterable tendency of an organism to make a complex and specific response to environmental stimuli. Here where it says, without involving reason, behavior that is mediated by reaction below the conscious level. Mm. Mm. Interesting, mm-hmm. huh?
1: Yes, very interesting.
0: <laughs> yes, it is indeed. Especially when you have to see it, you know it. it, it well, let's. I don't want to get a- ahead of ourselves. So, I wanted to read a little bit on the chapter one of of of, of instinct, where it says instinct has a rhythm, so that our listeners can can just get a, a, you know, a re-up from last time and stuff of what T.D. Jakes is saying and how we're able to see it for what it is, you know, which is completely wrong, you know, and heretical, but we're going to go through scripture to prove that. But it says, our instincts are the treasure map for our soul's satisfaction. Following our instincts can make the crucial distinction between what we are good at, our vocation skill set, and what we are good for, the fulfillment of our purposeful potential. When you're truly engaged with your life calling, whether in a boutique, the banquet hall, or the boardroom, you rely on something that cannot be taught. Amen. What are your thoughts on that, my brother?
1: yeah um brother i mean it's just it's just so heretical man i mean i mean it's like it's completely against scripture you know you know proverbs proverbs chapter 3 verse 18 says you know in reference to wisdom it says she is a tree of life to those who embrace her and to those who hold on to her are happy Amen. So wisdom comes from the word of God.
0: Amen. And we see you that know, the beginning of of uh, is wisdom. You know, um, is it the, the where it says in Proverbs chapter one verse verse eight and seven talks about wisdom as well. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Yep.
1: And fools despise wisdom and instruction. Amen. And also, so it's, yep, according to the definition that you gave, you said it, it said that, you know, instinct operates below, what was it, below the, the conscious level. Below the conscious level. It's a reaction
0: you know mm-hmm. without reasoning, without involving reasoning. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, how is it that
1: <clears throat> the Word of God says that, you know, Wisdom, yep. you know, is given to those, you know, that are true wisdom are, is given to those, you know, that are in Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, bringing it all together here. So if we're if wisdom is brought together in that sense that, we, you know, in Christ, yep. then then we're not we're not operating, you know, below the mental capacities that we've been created. Exactly.
0: With. Exactly. You
1: know, because if we're operating below those capacities, then how are we image bearers of God?
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know,
1: with mind, intellect, will, and emotion that He's given us to be able to have a relationship with Him. So if we're operating in, in instinct, which is animalistic, we're actually operating below. You know what I'm saying? We're actually operating below like the Imago's sub we're, yeah. we're subhuman then. Yeah, yeah. We're operating you know what I'm saying? below. We're, we're not we're not human and created in his image we're we're subhuman according to
0: the understanding of what instincts is exactly and like you said it is it you know when we look at scripture when it talks about instinct it's animalistic you know what i'm saying so you know to, today you know for our hearers i wanted to to pretty much go and and, and just ask you a quick question uh, you know um what it what does it mean to be made in the image of God
1: it what it means simply means that it has nothing to do with physical features it has everything to do what is called with communicable attributes meaning that we have a mind will and emotion God has a mind will and emotion and he's created us with those things to a limited capacity to be able to have a relationship with him that's why we're 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 not we're we're different from the animal world because yeah, yeah, the yeah. animal world is not create create created excuse me created with that capacity exactly. as we as human beings are created with exactly. so that separates us.
0: Amen. And the thing is that one of the definitions of uh, of instinct is survival. It always talks about surviving survival. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And survival. And, and, and I'm not saying that all types of survival is wrong, but what I'm right. saying is that. Survival. when you're in the mode of survival, sometimes it throws out the moral compa- compass as his mm-hmm. driving force is not logic or reasoning. You're, but, you're, you're
1: reactionary instead of it being a process, a normal process of living. Exactly. Of how we're supposed to live. Paul says, in him, we live
0: and move and, and have, have our, our being. being. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? In mm-hmm. him, we do that. Exactly. But he... But T.D. Jakes, what he's doing in his uh, this book cleverly for those that do not understand what is so wrong about it, is that he's telling you to be to be led and moved by your impulses of the flesh, without any thought or reasoning behind it. So he's telling you to operate subhuman.
1: Yep. Instead of operating as image bearers of God.
0: Exactly. And he tells you to go after All these things that Like I said I'm not saying all everything is You know uh, you know, To buy a house is not a sin You know what I'm saying uh, mm-hmm. To buy a car is not a sin To have these things have money in the bank is not a sin We're not saying that right. But when your sole purpose become about The getting of material wealth You know what I'm saying The mm-hmm. The, 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 the um, the joy in your life is always established about what you can get out of God. You know what I'm saying? And and not true relationship with God, then yes, then it is sinful because the end chief of man is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. And even within that statement of the catechism, we know that it's diastological. We know that it's christ center, god center. It's Mm -hmm. not based on you. It's based on him. Right. You know, um. so, so, uh, you know, let me read some more. So because I know that a lot of some of the listeners uh, out there that maybe have this book or maybe read it and and, you know, maybe felt like they were empowered by this. Oh, man, I'm empowered by what he said. You know, I need to look within myself, you know, saying even though that says we need to look it's towards, towards him and not to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um but it says I'm convinced
1: to lean not to your own understanding
0: Proverbs three five, yeah. But in all your mm-hmm. ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your, your path. path. Yeah, exactly. Not,
1: not not in all your ways, you know, you know, acknowledge your instincts. Exactly. And your instincts direct your path. And exactly. you always acknowledge him and he will
0: direct your path. Exactly. And one one thing that he said It's something that cannot be taught. God teaches us through his holy scriptures uh, how to live for him and how to navigate in this world. It's not something that that you uh, like a knowing in your your spirit type. You know, uh, I just feel like I need to do this type. No, it's not very. It's not like that at all. He gives you 66 books of the Bible that that. Pretty much tells us our history, what's the good and the bad and how to navigate in the good and not the bad and how to, you know, um, just live your life for him. And to mm-hmm. not just that, David said to delight those that live for God, delight. So if, mm-hmm. if if you're not delighting in him, but you're delighting in the material things of the world, then there's a big problem. It's a very big problem. Very big problem. Big problem. Um, very very uh, big Go ahead No,
1: I was just saying, I mean, you know, when we look at the temptation Account, you know, with Jesus You know, in Matthew, you know, Satan yeah, oh, said yeah, if, yeah. You, if you kneel before me, bow before me I'll give you, all you know, kingdoms. all Of the pleasures and desires of the world Yep, yeah, exactly know? And how ironic is that TV Jakes is setting these Things, yeah. you know, in the Front yeah. of the person to To be the For that to be the chief end result. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Those things that Satan promised is basically the the chief end result of what T.D. Jakes is saying that your instincts will lead you to. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so, therefore... It also in a sense tells you the, the, the path that one is traveling down mm-hmm. if they're if they're if they're following this ideology. They're on the wide road. Yep. As Jesus says that Not leads the to narrow. destruction. Exactly. Narrow is the way. Is the so, way. So mm-hmm. so the wide road has room, you know what I'm saying, for you to, you know, operate within your instincts. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And, and and let that be your compass to guide you. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? But on the narrow path, you come naked and you come alone. Exactly. You the, get what I'm saying? The, the, There's the no rules for it, anything
0: else but Christ. The thing about it is that within this theology or with this ideology, let's say that, with this ideology, yep. how is one meeting Christ? No, because your instincts is replacing the Holy Spirit. Exactly.
1: You know what I'm saying? You've replaced <laughs> the Holy Spirit, you get what I'm saying, with, 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 with your instinct, you know, and basically... It, it the instincts is really just boiling down to following the, the carnal the carnal desires. Exactly. Of your heart. You know It just boils down to carnality.
0: If you think T D J is promoting one to operate in their carnality. In their carnality. As a uh, self autonomous, self-law, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As as a little god, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Self sufficient, you know what I'm saying? Um,
1: mm-hmm. your your instincts is yeah. the deity within you it's to the be deity able to do the, what you need to do.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which is so contrary to to, the scripture. Um, Especially especially when when you know that before you... When the spirit of God regenerates your heart, it it shows you your own depravity. It, it, It shatters your worldview, your ideology, that you was right with God. And it shows you that you are not, and you stand wanting, you stand condemned. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You stand in the weight balance and you're you're off. You yeah, know what I'm saying? The scales are tipped completely off. You. It says that, you know, in order for one to truly understand that one must be um bankrupt spiritually. Understanding one's own depravity, you know, it's something that the mm-hmm. spirit does. He 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 takes out that heart of stone and puts that heart of flesh. You know what I'm saying? For you to understand that that you are you weren't a friend of God, you was an enemy of God, you know what I'm saying um, right. and, mm-hmm. and God's judgment and wrath is is kindled upon you that god's right. like like in Psalm says that God's bow is ready you know what I'm saying pull back right. you know what I'm saying that, mm-hmm. that you, you know so it for him he like you say he's substituting this 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 this, this ideology and saying no, go after. Your instinct. Go go and listen to your instinct. Listen Mm -hmm. to your heart. You know, saying what your heart desires. And you know that, like we had stated in the first podcast on this, that the man dead in sin is always gonna go after the flesh, after sin.
1: Yep. The things in the world, Mm -hmm. you know, that 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 appeases already dead in sin desires amen you you know and all he's doing is basically lighting the fuel lighting you know lighting a yeah. fire yeah in these individuals to go ahead and you know pursue these things in that mindset yeah and just attack and just attach the name of
0: christ to it exactly and the and the okay. and the the scary thing about it i know you will agree brother is that this type of ideology to the, all my brothers and sisters out there is not leading you to Christ. It's leading you away from Christ.
1: Absolutely. You
0: may feel like it is because in, right. your, in your mind, you're, you're looking at, I obtain all this wealth, this material, this mm-hmm. accolage, this fame, this you know, right. acknowledgement. And don't understand that Christ said, he who comes to me first must first deny himself, pick up his cross and follow me.
1: You know, it it, it also just, it just voids out the whole work of the Holy Spirit because the work and ministry of the Holy Spirit is to point a person to Jesus Christ and the truth of the gospel. Exactly. Your instincts is pointing you to your own self and your own desires. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? It's telling you, this Mm -hmm. is what you should do. This is how you should go about doing it. Exactly. So leading a person away from wisdom. So your instincts lead you away from wisdom. Yep, and, and it re- leads you away because the work of the Holy Spirit, like I said, is to mm-hmm. point one to the gospel. You get the truth of the gospel. Yep, you know what I'm saying, and pointing to Jesus Christ and the truth of the gospel. Exactly. Your instincts do the direct opposite.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And the thing is that they they utilize you know scriptures as you know God would will enlarge your territory and all this stuff, and not understanding that that. How does God do that through us through the gospel as we spread it, as we go out and preach and preach the gospel to all over the world, bringing them to the saving knowledge of Christ? Meaning, pointing, you know, you know, increasing territory evangelistically. Exactly. Not in you know they they look at it as obtaining properties of you you wealth. The itself. problem is, is because when you look
1: at a lot of the Pentecostal charismatic works faith circles, yeah, you get that. The gospel in that in those circles and those arenas are not the gospel. You no. get what I'm saying? No, no. It's like they they have a different gospel. Yep. You get what I'm saying? Their gospel is not, you know, deity, death, burial, and resurrection. Yep, yep, yep. And how that applies, you know, to, to the life to of the believer. Life
0: of a believer. Yep. It's not
1: about that. It's about wealth, health, and prosperity. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a reverse. Not deity, death, burial, and resurrection. It's about wealth, health, and yep. prosperity. That's their exactly. gospel. So it, therefore, it, when we when we talk about the gospel and we say when we when we put in context these scriptures that are so you know regularly abused in those circles, yeah. and then they hear it from us in its right context, it doesn't resonate with them no. because they've just been so indoctrinated with 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 a with a false gospel. Exactly. You get know what I'm saying? And yep. Paul tells us, you know, um, you know, in 2 Corinthians eleven and 4 you know what I'm saying? There's a different gospel, there's a different spirit, and there's a different Christ. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? And that gospel, that spirit, and that Christ that's being preached in the charismatic circles, you get what I'm saying, is not the biblical gospel. Yeah. That's a different Christ.
0: And it doesn't really hold you to your accountability as a sinner. You know? No, uh, there's no, there's no there's, accountability. There's that's no accountability. That's why
1: churches can fill up those churches so much uh-huh. is because they're full of carnal people, you know what I'm saying, that, Want those things, and the the pe- the preacher and people that are you know over those congregations are saying, yeah, you can have these things, and they're just attaching Christ's name to it, but they're not yep. they're not preaching Christ's gospel. Exactly, it's, it's because if you were really preaching the authentic gospel, you get what I'm saying. These people would not be coming to your church because they're like, look, man, I just want those benefits. I don't want to change who I am. I don't want you telling me about how wicked my heart is, yeah. how much in need of a savior I'm, I'm in need of. Yeah. None of those things. They don't want to hear that.
0: Exactly. It's like you you have said just just, you know, a couple of minutes ago. You said it's about the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But what message are they preaching from their pulpit? They're preaching get the money, get the houses, get the cars. It's completely like you said. Opposite, and remember, opposite. Paul said. Paul said, in, in I think in Galatians, he said, if an angel comes from, from and from preaches heaven, a different preach gospel, a, let
1: him be a, let him
0: be anathema. Let him be a curse. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If if an angel comes preaching a different message, something contrary to what Christ is, has established, what the, you know, let him be yep. a curse. And the thing yes. is that instead of people looking at this and saying. Oh, hold up. This is contrary to the gospel message of Jesus Christ. That's because
1: they don't know the gospel. Their association to the gospel is wealth, health, and prosperity. Exactly. Sowing seeds. So we, see. so we gotta understand that's their view of the gospel. Their view of the gospel is through the lens of the prosperity movement.
0: Now it's not, not through it's not through the lens of scripture. Now, hear how crazy is this? Their eyes are not fixed on Christ, but they're no. fixed on adam because if you notice they always revert back well adam had it all in the garden adam had a dominion over this mm-hmm. and had this and had that and they always say god has restored us back to adam if you heard their teachings mm-hmm. they will say that a lot well god has restored us back to adam of adam and
1: Eve in the garden yes was to demonstrate that man cannot keep god's law not even that's the whole purpose of the story of adam and eve was to demonstrate that man cannot keep god's law yep and the only one that's perfect and righteous and sinless is god himself that was to demonstrate that the only one that's sinless is god exactly. and man cannot keep his law exactly see but you have to be you, you, you have to know what the gospel is. Exactly. You have to know who you are, you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying, as a descendant of Adam, yep. you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. And understand how that has affected you, you know, as, 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 as how it has affected humanity, yep. period. Yep. Exactly. You get what, yep. what I'm saying? See, not understanding who you are dead and sinning, affects how you view the gospel. Yep. You get what I'm saying? And, and, and also, because of that reason, will affect what you believe the gospel is. Yep. These people get caught up into these people like Jace because they don't know who they are dead in sin and therefore yep. they don't really understand the remedy is through the gospel. But yep. their gospel is a different gospel. Exactly. It has nothing to do with deity, death, burial, and resurrection. It has everything to do like I said earlier with wealth, health, and prosperity.
0: Exactly. That's why it's heretical. You know, It's very That's heretical. As, as one may uh, see um, T.D. Jakes as this just all oh, nice appealing gentleman that that's you just loves us and he's giving us all this information. The information is all wrong. What is he doing? He's doing like yeah. the Pharisees. Jesus said,
1: "You what? You close off the door."
0: Yeah, exactly. Of heaven, and that's so the those thing. trying
1: to enter in, and you yourself don't enter in. Exactly. Exactly. That's what he's doing. Every time you take heed to this stuff, you follow it, you 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 listen to it, and you believe this. You get see you're allowing him to close the door of, mm-hmm. of the kingdom of heaven to you.
0: you. You're allowing him to close that door on you. Exactly, and it's dangerous because how many will think that they're going, and, and not, they're not. And they're not. They think anybody it, that's truly in Christ, brother. anybody mm-hmm. that's
1: truly in Christ will tell you, you know, through their through being humble. You get yep. what I'm saying that you know that. You know they know that they don't deserve heaven yeah yeah you get and, and mostly honestly the ones that are truly believers are really are are the ones that may not think that they're going exactly you get what i'm saying you know like just because of being hu- the humility and being humble like yeah. you know what i'm saying we can look at our lives as believers being regenerated and changed you know some we look at ourselves sometimes and be like man sometimes i know i do it like man i don't know if it's if, if, if i'm going
0: exactly no, you know what I'm saying? No but that's different the conviction of the spirit. No different than what the apostles did. Remember when when the young rich ruler, and he said, "I've I've done all the law. I followed right. it. I give it," and Christ said, "Hey, sell everything you got to the poor and come and follow me." And he. But you know why Christ did that?
1: To demonstrate to show him that you know what? Yeah, you may have externally kept things. Yeah. But internally, your spirit. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're not going. Exactly. And
0: what was the reaction? He was exposed to him to show him that he wasn't going. Exactly. And what was the reaction of the, of the disciples? They said, if that's the case, then who can be saved? And that's why <laughs> the gospel
1: is... The only... The gospel mm. focuses on the issue of the heart. Yep, yep. You get what I'm saying? It's a, it's a, it's a condition of the heart. Yep. So it's like there's a lot of people... You know what I'm saying? Who've lived noble lives that have not done, you know, heinous things or you know bad things and all of this different stuff like that. You get what I'm saying? But what Jesus is trying to tell you is not trying to tell you what he's what he's showing you is that the emphasis is on the heart because from the heart, you know Solomon says in the book of Proverbs flows all the issues of life. From the heart flows all the issues of life. Absolutely, you, you, you get what I'm saying. So it, even if you haven't physically done it, you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. These things are in an unredeemed heart. These things are what
0: governs that heart. Exactly, you get what I'm saying. Like the and de- therefore it's natural to you. Yep, like the definition says, you, you you begin to flow on impulses and the and the leading of the flesh, than being led by the spirit. You know what I'm saying? And when you look at the, the ideology of what of which uh, Jakes is uh, following, is the ideology of the world. The world, as a matter of fact, Jesus said in Matthew 6, uh, I think it's verse 31, he says, the world seek after these things. Mm-hmm. They do. They seek after these things. They worry about mm-hmm. these. They stress about these things. They get depressed the over these things. They believe that in their soul satisfaction, like T D J said, is in those things.
1: Yep. Yep. And you know, it, it reminds me, man, and I'll never forget. You know, um, from Pastor Mark Rains one Sunday. Yep. You know, he preached. He said, "Well, he said, being a Christian." Yeah. Is living in the awareness that God knows your heart. Amen. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you and I know. Yeah. You know that even though sometimes we may feel unworthy. Yeah. But because we feel unworthy is the indication that we know that Christ has saved us and has redeemed us because yep. we're living in the awareness that God knows our heart. Amen. That's the reason why we feel that way, because before we didn't live in that awareness, but now we live in that awareness that he knows our heart. So that's why we feel the conviction. That's why we feel the way that
0: we feel. At one one point, we were haters of God when we got saved and the spirit, you know, um, Mm -hmm. regenerated us. We became lovers of God and we hate the things he hates. We love. Do we do it perfectly? No, we're not saying no, but. Like you said, that awareness that God knows my heart. Like David said, I have not sinned against men, but against you alone, and alone. you alone have I sinned. Right. It, it's it's understanding that, that that in that relationship you messed up. I, Absolutely. I, I broke covenant. I, right. I you know I, I said one thing and did another. I I I, I went upon the impulses of my flesh. And not the leading right. of the spirit And it causes conviction It causes you know One to, to reflect and to come before him And, and to humbly say You know mm-hmm. Look at what I've done To be honest and truthful To the Lord your God um, yep. But I wanted to read from this Because um, you, you know like you had stated earlier About the Imago Day, You know I'm saying mm-hmm. or, or being an image bearer of, of God is is god gives us communicable attributes you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um that that makes us soul like god right and um what, it, what what i wanted to point out is is two things right mm-hmm. is um because the trinity is perfect right and perfect Absolutely. and perfect in love it, they did not create man because they needed you know, uh, Right,
1: because they were in perfect fellowship They were some Holy already
0: Spirit. And we see that in John 17 You know uh, I think it's John 17 verse yeah. 5 You yep. know what I'm saying Verse where, 5,
1: yep, beginning at verse 5 yep.
0: Exactly, where, where he talks about um, that, His high
1: priestly prayer
0: Yeah, God did not create us because he was lonely Or because he needed fellowship You know, he created us For his glory, you know what I'm saying Right, uh, you know and I think the danger is that, you know, if you're not living in the ideology of T.D. Jakes, Paula White, all these prosperity preachers, mm-hmm. then you're not glorifying God. Because to them, showing the mass wealth and health and materialism and all this stuff shows that you're glorifying God. But that's not what God is saying in Scripture. No. You know, at all. And, 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 you know, going from the systematic theology by Wayne Grudem, I wanted to read this. And he says, what is our purpose in life? The fact that God created us for his own glory determines the correct answer to the question. What is our purpose in life? Our purpose must be to fulfill the reason that God created us, to glorify him. When we are speaking with respect to God himself, that is a good summary of our purpose. But when we think of our own interests, we make the happy discovery that we are to enjoy God and take delight in him and in our relationship to him. Jesus says, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. That's John 10, 10. David tells God. In your presence there is fullness of joy in your right hand are pleasures hear it pleasures forevermore that's Psalm 16:11 mm-hmm. He longs to dwell in the house of the Lord forever to behold the beauty of the Lord Psalms 27:4 And and just to finish that out Asaph cries out whom I, whom have I have Let me say it again. Whom have I in heaven but you? That is the question. And the answer is, there is nothing upon earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and the portion forever. Psalm 73, verse 25 to 26. I want you to hear that clearly. Mm -hmm. It is completely different than what T.D. Jake says. T.D. Jake says our instincts are the treasure map of our soul's satisfaction. And you know what? The Bible says that God is our soul satisfaction. To glorify Him, to delight in Him, to do His will is our soul satisfaction. And in doing so, therefore the normal heart attitude of a Christian is rejoicing in the Lord and in the lessons of the life he has given us. But it says this, as we glorify God, this is what he says from Wayne Grudem, Systematic Theology. As we glorify God and enjoy him, scripture tells us that he rejoices in us. Absolutely. Amen. 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 Because a lot of them feel the burden of if I'm not flowing in the mass wealth and the mass health and all this materialism, if I'm not known, recognized, if I'm not given the best ministry out there, you know, in the biggest platform, then I'm not worthy or good enough for God. And God is saying it's not based on you, it's based on what Christ has accomplished for us on the cross.
1: Right, and that being applied to our lives now. Yes. Check this out. Come on, when that is applied, when that is applied to our lives, you Amen. get what I'm saying. Then now, everything that we do yep. is a result yep. of the Holy Spirit empowering us to do it. Amen. You get what I'm saying. So now, our you know our, our works that we do are yep. the it's result of our salvation. Exactly. Not what activates our salvation. Exactly. You get what I'm saying. That's so a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful when thing. all of that is applied to the life of the believer. These are the yeah.
0: results. Exactly. So it's not you obtaining these things to obtain salvation because that would be salvation works. Or right. base works salvation. But, you know, this is the result of your life being regenerated in Christ he, Jesus.
1: And, and, um, and as he said in John 10, 10, yep. you know what I'm saying? He says that I came that you should have life and have that life more abundantly. Talking about eternal life. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? As we continue to live this life being empowered by the Holy Spirit and the works are the result of that, you get what I'm saying? That yep, yep. right there indicates and shows that one has eternal life stored up. Yep, yep. You get what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. a clear sign because the dispositions of our heart
0: have now been changed. Exactly. And this is... This is I'm sorry to say, I know it, it, for some of you are going to be hurt, but this, this book stems from a heart that has not been changed. Has, has not been changed. You know, I I know for some of you it's hard, but but he's a pastor, but he teaches out there, but he does this and that and this. But what does the Word of God say? Exactly. We you either we either side on the uh, like Paul said. Am I here to please men or or, or to or to please God? And, also, and at the end of the let day, God be true, and every man be found a liar. Exactly
1: let God be true and so now, every man, now, now mm-hmm. here's the judgment that's on your head yep. if you sit here and you continue to go this way with James after hearing what scripture teaches you know on the subject of you know what are we supposed to be chasing after mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying to glorify God those are the things that we're supposed to be seeking to do exactly. not seeking to fulfill our carnal desires after hearing this now and you go that way you get what I'm saying it, 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 I mean are, I mean, that's just judgment upon you. Exactly. Then exactly. now you have to examine whether or not you're in the faith if you still consider the goal, the way of Jake's. Yep. Exactly. No, absolutely. You have to now, you have to and, now ask and, yourself, are you in the faith if you continue to go this way? Exactly. Because what he's teaching and what he's saying is contrary to scripture.
0: Yep. Exactly. I wanted to c- continue to read Some of uh, this stuff from Wayne Grudem, which is oh yeah, yeah. Let's let you know what. Let's go
1: through this because you know basically, you know that like we were talking about earlier. This is one of the problems is that you know without having a a systematic, you know, um, theological understanding. You know what I'm saying of basic one-on-one doctrine is why a lot of people get caught up and swept away into this stuff because they don't have a one-on-one foundation you know the creation of man and understanding that this is one on one stuff that we're we're talking about here bro this is exactly. not you know what i'm saying this is not even deep theological waters that we're diving in this is one on one stuff that people
0: that are naming the name of Christ should know should know exactly should know but because the the churches today has become you know um all about prosperity, the, the prosperity driven, driven man centered experiential you know they substitute right. the scripture for experiences you know um But, yeah, one of of the things, you know, um, in the systematic theology, uh, he goes through, um, I wanted to see. uh,
1: And I'm glad you reminded me about this, um, bro, because, you know, with so much of different stuff that, you know, we're studying and reading, you know, I kind of forgot about this in my library. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I
0: understand. Yeah, I picked it up because... It was something that that You you know when you were talking last time about The Imago Dei and um, being made In the image and likeness of God Mm -hmm. As I was prepping for this and you know Just thinking about what we Will be discussing today I said Mm -hmm. like the Systematic Theology book just popped up In my mind I said hold up I need to Go there and check it out and Sure enough he talks about Moral aspects, spiritual Aspects, mental aspects and uh, relational aspects and stuff I'm not going to read the whole thing But I wanted to but, point out some key stuff in there But go ahead But but you know bro, also too What would
1: be good too, since we're talking about What does it mean to be an image bearer of God yep. On page 442, yep. you know, down in section C Yep, go ahead that, You know, no I'm just saying like, you yep, know, yep. Once, you, once you finish reading what you're going to read I think maybe going over here too You know, and, and reading through some of this will, You know, give a more You know, broader Oh, yeah, you know, know, explanation and, you know, bring clarity, more clarity to what we're
0: talking about. Amen. Amen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. I just wanted to read a little bit of the difference between humans and animals. Because Mm -hmm. because if you notice a lot in the book, he's always talking about. The what an animal does and how the animal has this instinct to know and this and that, this and that, and of course God wired an animal different than He did us. You know, saying being made in His image, so you you can't come out and pretty much make it seem like we're supposed to have that same. You know, you you're reducing (laughs) us
1: created in the Imago Dei. That's a reduction. Exactly. That's a reduction. Like, people people get this. Understand this if you don't understand anything else. He's basically reducing yep. us <clears throat> to this level of thinking and operating to achieve what yep. you want. So, he understands. Here's the thing about it. He understands that he cannot teach this yep. and really, you know, and talk about us really being created in the image of God because it's not going to go because we'll see that were created to glorify him You get what I'm saying yep. So therefore what he has to do Is he has to reduce it down To to you know To, to an animalistic Mindset mentality exactly. For him to actually
0: be able To sell you this garbage Exactly and that that's why You know I wanted to point out some So of he devalues go, humanity doing this Pretty much devalues you know, this, He's devaluing you. And that's why I said and I. As much as he said operating because they're always talking about operating in in the likeness of God, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're actually asking you to operate beneath, you know, the imago Dei, right? You know, right. You, you were created with right. communicable attributes, but no, what you need to do is is flow on impulses and the flesh, and as an animal does, and not right. as God created you to be which is very um dangerous because let's,
1: let's be honest bro let's be yeah. honest if you ask a lot of if you just ask a believer yeah you know you know just a regular church going believer you know what does it mean you know to be created in god's image yeah you, you, I'm, you you're going to hear some crazy stuff oh yeah oh of
0: course you're not going
1: to hear you know a sound understanding of what it is to be created in the in the, in the day you're exactly. not going to hear that you're going to hear some crazy stuff Exactly And those that give those crazy answers Are the ones that are swept away by this kind of material
0: Exactly Absolutely And the thing is that when you look at moral aspects You know um, When he's breaking it down um, We are creatures who are morally accountable before God for our actions Corresponding to that accountability We have Number two, an inner sense of right and wrong that sets us apart from animals who have little if any innate sense of morality or justice, but simply respond from fear of punishment or hope of reward. Mm. Hmm. Amen. Yes, sir. Hear the difference though, right? Yep, absolutely. If you if you you know, you can either instill fear in an animal, or you know, or you know by by rewarding him, you know he knows where to go, based on his instinct. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, when when you when you do something repeatedly over over, you know, saying for an animal, but he cannot. He doesn't have an innate sense of right and wrong That sets him apart You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, Morality, justice You know what I'm saying? Right Um, We look at that Behavior that is holy and righteous before him But by contrast Our our likeness to God is reflected whatever we sin Absolutely You know because
1: being that we are created in his image. You yeah. get what I'm saying? We we ha- we are we have a we have a um we have a moral compass.
0: Exactly.
1: You get what I'm saying to where animals don't have a moral compass. You know, when God created Adam and Eve, he created them, you know, um with with a with a with a way to he created them in such a way to be able to you know, to, to produce yep. you know, um moral standards in that sense.
0: Yep, yep, to make decisions, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. So absolutely, my brother. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like you said, it it it's so true. Communicable attributes. You know, yep. to understand the right and wrong, what was right and wrong. You yep. know what I'm saying? Um
1: Man man has the ability to to, to, to develop moral order.
0: Exactly
1: You know Adam and Eve Had that ability To develop moral order Yep.
0: Exactly you know, And they which knew is,
1: Which is clearly different From the animal kingdom
0: And they knew That a violation Of God's command You know what I'm saying what Was, was wrong It would have brought You know Because a lot of people Would come up and say Well they didn't know What was right and wrong Almost like in their In this infant Type State No they don't understand that they were fully grown, you know what I'm saying, Right. when God made them. So they, they, they knew what was right and wrong. When he gave them a command, it wasn't because they couldn't follow it.
1: Right, he, he, it was because they were designed and fashioned in such a way,
0: Yeah. you know what I'm saying, to understand moral order. Exactly, and they understood the consequences. That's why after they had sinned, they, they sewed fig leaves together and they hid themselves. And why right. would they hide themselves if they didn't know what was right and wrong? Absolutely, you know. Absolutely, they weren't robots. Exactly, exactly, because you know, like you said, you know, you have pointed out how, you know, God, you know, created them, and, and you know, they fall in the garden was to you know exhibit that they were, you know, saying they, they only God that they cannot keep they cannot God's keep God's law. That's I, the whole point. No matter uh, how, yeah. no matter
1: how. Perfect or good You know we think that we are You get yep, what I'm saying yep, yep. We cannot keep God's law No That's you know, why the law that's the case, pointed, Guess what
0: Yeah we wouldn't need Christ
1: I, Right wouldn't need Christ And Adam and Eve You know could call themselves little gods
0: Exactly Exactly
1: But for the fact that they disobeyed Demonstrates that man Cannot keep God's law yeah. Which yep. demonstrates God's eternal plan for salvation right then and there when you look at the fall from the fall, and it's crazy you know, it's not, because it's
0: not an afterthought. It, it's crazy because in, you know, because uh, I remember asking a, a, a individual, because I, I think you had asked me where is, salvation within the first chapter of Genesis, and, and it was just a, a a thing you know, like we do. We do it to each other. We challenge each yeah. other. You know, what I'm saying um. Not saying that we answer everything, you know, but we we challenge each other. We learn from each other a lot. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had asked somebody the same question. They was like, "No, it's not. It's not in chapter one. It's not." So, and then when I pointed out the the, the how Paul <laughs> that that. Paul alluded to, you know, where he said, let there be light. And God separated the light from the darkness. Mm-hmm. He was, t- you know, talking about se- the separation of God's children, you know what I'm saying? Right. O- already letting you know, giving you a hint where this narrative was going. It's, it's that God's from. plan of salvation was always his right. primary, you know what I'm saying? Right. It was a part of the creation <laughs> It was account. a part of the creation account from the beginning. We it's make it seem we make it seem like it's an afterthought or it's a plan B. No, it was always implied. You know, here's and the it, it, about it.
1: here's the thing about it. Jesus says, you know what I'm saying? You know, that I came to give you life. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that you should have that life more abundantly. Okay? So the tree in the garden represents Christ. Yep. Yeah. Think about it. The tree in the garden represents Christ, right? So therefore, if they would have continued to what feed off of the tree of life, they would have what eternally lived forever. Yep. So the tree in the garden is emblematic of Christ.
0: Yep. Amen. And then there would have been they, right there in the garden. Exactly. Exactly. It's crazy, huh? Uh-huh. But but another uh, point that um, in the book, I'm just like I said, I'm picking some of it because I know time is just running time is yeah. just fleeing so i know you wanted to read from page 442 so i'll make it this the last uh thing but it says um it's a point on nine i know you see that on page 447
1: 447 yep. um where, where are you at
0: um this is uh sh- second paragraph where it says Where's another it? mental difference you said 447 right In the Wayne Grudem um, Systematic theology Yep Right 447 You, you said um, it, it has oh, a section 9, oh, nine where it yep,
1: says yep. another? Okay
0: yes Another mental difference Between human and animal Is that we have An awareness Of the distant future Even an inward sense That we Will live beyond the time Of our physical death, death A sense That gives many people A desire to attend To be right with God Before they die Right, animals are devoid of that. They don't have that exactly
1: because they're not created in God's image.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, um, I know you said you wanted to read from uh, page four forty two. So I'll let you. Yeah, hand- I just
1: wanted to kind of read where it says um, "man in the image of God," just to Amen. kind of like give a yeah yeah you know quick understanding you know to the audience and people that are listening that may not understand it. So mm-hmm. it says the meaning of It says, the meaning of image of God. Yep. Out of all the creatures God made, only one creature, man, is said to be in the image of God. What does that mean? We may use the following definition. The fact that man is in the image of God means that man is like God and represents God. When God says, let us make man in our image after our likeness, the meaning is that God plans to make a creature similar to himself, both the Hebrew word for image Teselem, and the Hebrew word for likeness, demut, refers to something that is similar but not identical to the thing it represents or is an image of. The word image can also be used as something that represents something else. else. Theologians have spent much time attempting to specify the characteristics of man or a very few in which the image of God is primarily seen. Some have thought that the image of God consists in man's intellect, ability, others in his power to make moral decision and willing choices. Others have thought that the image of God referred to man's original moral purity or Mm -hmm. his creation as male and female. See Genesis 127, or his dominion over the earth. In this discussion, he says... It will be best to focus the attention primarily on the meaning of the word image and likeness. As we have seen, these terms had quite clear meanings to the original readers. When we realize that the Hebrew word for image and likeness simply informed the original readers that man was like God and would in many ways represent God, much of the controversy over the meaning of image of God is seen to be a search far too narrow to too far too narrow and too specific. Too I'm sorry, too specific a meaning. When scripture reports that God said, let us make man in our image and our likeness, it is simply what have meant to, to the original readers, let us make man to be like us, to represent us, because image and likeness had these meanings. Scripture does not scripture does not need to say something like the fact that man is in the image of God means that man is like God in the following ways intellectual ability, moral purity, spiritual nature, dominion over the earth, creativity, ability to make ethical choices and and immortality or some similar statement. I just I just wanted to stop right there.
0: Oh, okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 I just wanted to stop right there.
0: Which, you know, like like we had said before, you know. That's what
1: I said. Basically what I said. Intellect, you said yep, yep. the fact that man is in the image of God means that man is like God in the following ways. Intellectual. Yep. Ability, moral, moral purity. purity yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Spiritual These things, nature. It yep. has nothing to do with how
0: somebody looks. It has nothing to do with physical features. Exactly. And one of the thing what one thing to end this I, I you know, cause we're we're gonna be doing more of this. But um, cause our time is running out, and we're trying to cram as much as we can, you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. in, in one podcast. But let's go to four forty nine, on mm-hmm. um, page four forty nine, and, and we'll begin to close out with this. Um, it, it's uh, six, where it says our great dignity as bearers of God's image, right? It says, it would be good for us to reflect on our likeness to God more often. It will probably amaze us to realize that when the creator of the universe wanted to create something in his image, something more like himself than all the rest of creation, he made us. This realization will give us a profound sense of dignity and significance as we reflect on the excellence of all the rest of God's creation. The starry universe, the abundant earth, the worlds of plants and animals in the angelic kingdom are remarkable, even magnificent. But we are more like our creator than any of these things.
1: Amen. Amen. And you know what's interesting about that, and we can close on it, man. Yep. Is that this is the reason why, because we have these faculties, mm-hmm. you know, which is the reason why God was able to enter into his own creation.
0: Amen. Amen. You understand? what I'm saying?
1: Because we're created in his image in, these, in this way, fashioned in this way. Yep. So therefore, he's able to enter in what he created.
0: Exactly. He didn't enter in as an animal. He didn't right. enter as a fish. He entered in as right. a man. The to God man. man. He clothed
1: himself in humanity.
0: It was exactly. an addition, you know, to his deity. To his deity. Yep. Absolutely. So, like like I said uh, before, um, if you want the same, uh, re, you know, go and, and research for yourself, but, you know, great books like Systematic Theology, uh, Introduction to Biblical Doctrine by Wayne Grudem is, is, is a great uh, book to cut your teeth in if you want to understand more about the, the proper theology as far as, you know, God, you know, Christology as far as Christ, pneumatology about the Spirit, you know, saying how man was created, salvation and so forth, so forth. Um, you got anything else you want to add to this, my brother, before we um close out?
1: Um, not really too much, man. I, I mean I just encourage everybody that's listening, you know, especially those who may not have a solid foundation, Fair you right. know, on these on these topics, you yep. know, to really begin to dig deep. You know, let's take it beyond Sunday service, man. And really begin to study To show thyself To prove unto God Amen. And really get into material Get into your scriptures Most of all You know And start You know um, You know Creating some You know Theological framework Yep You know Digging into You know Stuff that will help you Frame a theological framework yep. Around what you believe So you can rightly Divide that truth
0: Yeah And one, one last thing Um It's sad that that in the churches today, you know, because the preaching is devoid of of the spirit and devoid of of the scripture of the Lord, you know, people, you know, become so enamored by by these, you know, testimonies of great mansions and, you know, and all this stuff that like you had said before that when they hear the the truth of God's word, it doesn't appeal to them because it doesn't appeal to their flesh because it's not supposed to. It's supposed to appeal to your heart that in sin.
1: Supposed to pierce the heart.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, with this, you know, um, we end this uh this podcast. This is part two of instinct uh, on the book of T.D. Jakes. And like I said, we're we're not here to uh we're not in any form hating on T.D. Jakes or or any of the form, but we want to uh, make sure that our brothers and sisters in the faith realize that this uh book is wrong and that Definitely. the the ideology behind this book is is not is not at all spirit filled but it's uh devoid of the spirit you know and um like i said um hit us up at apologetics 300 on facebook and um urban apologetics uh bible community as well um, we also have um, my brother right here, Emmanuel Gary, doing some podcasts with, you know, with with our other with, brother. Uh,
1: brother, brother, Keith Hanley from Hold the Line Ministries. Make sure you guys check him out. Hit Check him up. it Seems out. Love.
0: Definitely check it out. They got some good stuff going and we got some great stuff going as well. And um, just, you know, um, remember, you are made in the imago day. You already, you know, saying made in the image and likeness of God. And there's nothing that you can do that can obtain salvation. Salvation is, is given to us through Christ Jesus and Christ alone. You know, saying for the glory of God alone. So um, with that, I want to say God bless. And have a great evening. Amen.